Hi, Julian. Hello. Hi. Yo. <sighs> How's everyone doing? Good. Good. Stuff work. Ate an edible. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good combination. Yeah, I'm off the next two days. I had the last. I had the last two days off, and then I worked one shift today, and I got the next two days off. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like I've worked in a week. <laughs> No kidding. Well, that'll be fun to see where this goes. Yeah. We'll see when it hits. When it really hits. <laughs> Today is our, like, Orla anniversary. Nice. Like, we brought her home. But I guess technically tomorrow is her gotcha day. We didn't sign off on the papers till the 12th, right? Or the 13th. The 13th, legally. She was just our foster dog. That's probably better. You don't really want holidays coinciding with 9-11. Her yeah. birthday is on the 4th of July. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. Uh, I didn't I didn't hear the rest of your statement before I started talking about because... coinciding with 9-11. Yeah. yeah. Her, her birthday <laughs> is... is optimal. Well, we, we guess it was July, so we picked but we don't actually know. Julian, you have a lot of work to do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. What are you doing for your proposal? Uh, so I have to have my introduction, lit review ish, and methods sections done. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and it's uh taking a bit longer than I wanted. Not to me in January. I'll be much happier. <laughs> did any, did one of you guys leave this on my desk? I sure did. Uh, Okay. <laughs> I, I, 28 inch. <laughs> where, where did it come from? Tyler has so many of those. I, I, I was at a pizza shop in Portland and like they had them on the counter and they had like tattoos <laughs> too. So we like all took a bunch and I had just had a, like 10 of them in my wallet that I've been leaving everywhere. <laughs> and then um, yeah. the, the tattoos are like, you know how like tattoos are like on white stock? Like when you peel yeah. off. So they didn't like factor that into like their design so you know how like an image you need it to like have the like checkerboard background in order to like pull it without the background showing up yeah to make it transparent yeah so yeah, they didn't do, they didn't do that the tattoo goes on fucking white square and then like cool looking piece of pizza but there's like a <laughs> inch by two inch white square around it's, it's yeah so but the can you handle our twenty? I just think those are funny. So that was for you. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been sitting on my desk like just like chilling next to my computer for like a month now, and I was just like, I wonder who put that there. <laughs> Twas me. It's a good sticker. I need more stickers for my uh, water well, bottle. I have a lot of stickers. I'll send you stickers. I have. Well, I, I'm very I'm very sticker particular. Oh okay. Just, oh, you're 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 a, you're a particular. Stickler. I'm rather particular with my sticker particulars. You're a sticker. You're a stickler. Stickler. What is your like sticker qualification? I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I. It's just. It really is just like I gotta see it. It's gotta say something. Like Lil <laughs> J has that Excuse one me. sticker from that coffee shop, and it blew my mind. I want that sticker. Oh. Both on cold back though? I I think so. Yeah, I don't know. It was iridescent. That's what it was. Yeah. It was like hot. Yeah. Oh iridescent. yeah. 
on black too, mm-hmm. which is like really cool. Yeah, it was a very good sticker. I want that one. That's and I want this pizza one. <laughs> I'll send you the pizza one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put it in my water bottle, but I use it at work around children, so I don't think it's appropriate. Oh shoot, wait, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mine says mine says the word like it has I have like a main beer water bottle and like it says like main beer co is like the only text on it. And I'm like afraid that one day like a kid's gonna read it and be like, You use this to drink beer. <laughs> No, that ruins the taste of the water bottle. <laughs> Julian, I'll send uh, I'll send you stickers. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll just cover the like. I think as long as I just say I'll have it just say can you, and I'll I'll know like I'll know. Can you? Yeah, like I'll just cover like, the rest like, with another fr- sticker. Yeah, of the can you handle our twenty eight inches sticker. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> it's can- it's like if you wear like a like a band T shirt. Or like some sort of like you know, adult t-shirt like under your like button up for work, you know, and you like yeah. go button a little bit and like you're showing a little bit. And you're like, I know what's under here. <laughs> you ever seen? You ever seen those um those pocket tees with the cat sticking out? And then if you yeah, pull, <laughs> it's like the middle finger. I would think about that a lot because all of my t-shirts have inappropriate things on them, like. This one I'm wearing is like a graphic of Jesus in a leather jacket, like giving out drugs, like or crosses, like drugs <laughs> to, to kids, you know, <laughs> or like, you know, they have uh, grainy, high contrast images of like victims of like war crimes and like children <laughs> being burned, you know, or like some sort of graphic depiction of undead skeletons with murderous minds, you know, yeah. um, those general things. So like, <laughs> I'm to find some actually, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of yeah, a new good that, one to get those you. Are, those are all three individual shirts you have. There's way more. <laughs> oh yeah. There, there's about a hundred. Um, <laughs> and but I'm thinking, I think about that when I worked at the school and it was like the winter. So I just wear a hoodie, like, like the school yeah. merch hoodie. Um, but I'd always have an inappropriate shirt underneath and like sometimes i go down with like a class and play like dodgeball or something or kickball and i'd be getting really sweaty and the kids would be like mr diaz just take off your sweatshirt I'm, i was like i literally can't <laughs> or i'll get fired like you don't understand you're not ready for that one time we're on a we're on a field trip and we're on our way back on this like trolley and uh the kids had a bluetooth speaker and to the trip. <laughs> yeah, and I made them pull the lever and kill all of them and kill everyone to save their families. <laughs> I just have never heard someone actually take a trolley to, for transit. I'm sorry. Well, living in like one of the oldest cities in America, we have a fair amount of trolleys. Um, yeah, I lived there. Yeah, I know. You grew up here. You know the trolley situation. But we were, they had a Bluetooth speaker <laughs> and they were playing. <laughs> and then there's the trolley, the trolley situation. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two different sides of the coin. Like in the Bay Area, like in San Francisco, there's probably. Oh, yeah. That's like I've never seen thing. anyone on them. Really? Wait, isn't that like the big tourist thing where you go up the big hills on the trolleys? Yeah, no, I just don't, I don't go there. Those hills are really, are really steep. Like they destroy my that's why you have the walk. That's why you have the trolley. Trolleys are expensive, trolley. right? I'm on a student budget. Why they're expensive? That's stupid. I thought it was like I thought it was just like like a hop on yeah, and hold you on. Only, you just run on when it's run, when it's going and you get yeah. like, when you get, I didn't even I, realize I, the thing stopped. 
Right. <laughs> like, I stop. I, they have to stop, Tyler. That's I thought true. that's why San Francisco had the largest broken leg and mutilated <laughs> what? Uh, leg like incident numbers in the country. Because everyone was always getting that. run over by Charlies. I can believe that. We, we also have a lot of skaters. So I think that mm-hmm. yeah, they go real problem. fast. Oh, man. Are those videos of that one hill that they just bomb and it's like it's life or death. It's, those those are the worst. Wait, mm-hmm. We got we got distracted. Sorry. Oh no! I was just saying that um, we're on the trolley and the kids had a Bluetooth speaker and they're playing music and they're like asking me like, "Oh, like what do you listen to? Like put something on?" And I was like, "No," because all I've been listening to has been like death metal. And they're like, they never heard of death metal, and they were like. Death metal, like they were like, <laughs> what is that? Like, place. I was like, I'm not, I'm not playing you like '90s old school death metal. Like, I'm not doing that right now. But they were, they were like, aghast that because they're, they're like, oh, can be like emo and like rock music, you know? I'm like, no, there's a another dark, dark underbelly that your minds aren't ready for. All right. Speaking of undead skeletons and scary things, death metal. Oh, I thought you were gonna be like, we want to go to the Renaissance Fair. Oh no, that too. <laughs> oh, I, I've been, I've been wanting to what? go to the Renaissance Fair for, for, for years. Yeah, dude. No, we, we, well, okay. we, we want to go with you. Yeah, we we want to take okay. you. There's one in New yeah, York. Yeah, I, I'd love to go. All right, Julian. You can come. It's nope. just a lot. No, nope, that's no. It's totally fine. I'm cool tapping out of this one. <laughs> yeah. Julian can give a shit about dirty festivals. <laughs> like, no, thank you. Like his, almost... his his fantasy life remain like stays on a computer and in his mind. He doesn't need My... to enact it. Uh, no, I, I just like um plumbing. Plumbing? Yeah. Plumbing. I, don't think I mean oh, I mean oh. you don't you don't have to you don't have to live there and like bathe in their troughs, you know? <laughs> like, you there's a there. smell and there's just like a I don't know. I just really don't like like rent fairs. Like right. I just have a bit of a bad time. Okay. This has been an eye-opening conversation for me for, about Julian. I keep thinking about, I also like want to call Julian out because Julian's like, oh, I like plumbing, but he's also like, let's go to Burning Man. Where yeah. you literally have to like shower in if I'm a tub with a, a big with fire hoses of soap yep. and water and then have a naked dance party with everybody after. I want to go all in or not at all. The more I watch videos <laughs> about Burning Man, because it just happened, it's like all over TikTok. Yeah. The more I'm like, I have literally no interest in doing that. Oh my god, it's fucking a cesspool of fuckery, bullshit, uh, chlamydia. It'd be hilarious. And it's in the yeah. desert. Yeah. Why would you go to the desert it's, for something fun? I think no. it's pretty taxing. Like, it's not like you're, you're roughing it. It's not like, yeah, no, no, thank you. Yeah, no, I would never, I would never want to be stuck. Somewhere with that many people, because uh, <laughs> then someone was like, "Oh, it's not even like about the music," and I'm like, "So what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, why? Just I'd rather just like high. go go take some acid in the woods with my in a cabin with my friends. Like that's like the equivalent experience to me. Like I don't need this like crazy, insane like experience, like a dabbling experience in apocalyptic nihilism or like hedonism." I, yeah, yeah, hedonism. It's like positive nihilism, right? So it's like yeah. it's like hedonistic, just like I don't know, man. Like, like celebrating celebrating our our filth and desire to be primal. I'm like, I don't need that. I don't need that. 
I have enough primal energy in my life that I don't need to like <laughs> go roll around with some dude who tells me that non-organic natural deodorants are killing the planet. Like, no, that's not true. So <laughs> go put some on, dude. I'll give you, I don't even care if it's like a spray on axe, like something, man. Shit's gross. I love that, like the characteristic, like the stereotype that Cowie has in his mind of people who go to Burning Man like are people who don't use real deodorant <laughs> yeah but like like to me it's it's basically just like a grateful dead concert <laughs> on on steroids and for a long time like it's it, 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 it just looks it's like it's like a mixture of like edm and like jam band fucking losers that i hate <laughs> like just like just like fried brain losers yeah i don't know and then and and then probably some like rich white people who who asked who thought they actually got tickets to bonnaroo but ended up at burning man and just have like some luxury tent and just like sit in there and i don't know do a wrong version of some like ayahuasca or something and, <laughs> and like greatly offend the spirit world <laughs> like like thanks for that dude uh the like one of the main people i saw that was there like one of the main djs was paris hilton <laughs> yeah like i think it's that? That paris hilton is like a, a, a like respected dj now but just like shaq so. i mean she, she, shaq crushes it shaq's a good dj <laughs> I'll, I'll stand by that I bet Paris is too, honestly. I think Paris is too. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, if it's not my, my scene. Maybe. I mean, she's probably just been doing that for the last decade when no one knew what she was up to. She's le learning the ones and twos. <laughs> she's been in a conservatorship too, just like Brittany. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I don't think she was worth nearly as much. <laughs> so i mean that's i think the hills are like yeah i think they're oh they're like, yeah but like but wait, wait, when that, family isn't that her isn't that her family's money though so why would she need to be a conservative conservatorship like was it maybe it wasn't her parent i don't know i don't know how yeah know. her money from like being a socialite like with nicole richie mm. like she yeah got, but like, that was that was pretty that was pretty fast like it wasn't it was like maybe a couple of years where i feel like she was really in the spotlight but I feel like her family well, money is really what's what's the what the thing is. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting. I don't know what is fascinating to me is like she's like I have a little more respect for her than like a influencer now. But she was like the original influencer. Like I yeah. wonder what her life would have been like in the world of TikTok if she like capitalized like, <clears throat> well she's like on tiktok now but she's like old like, but she's it not would be interesting to see like what her life would have been like if yeah if that was around if, if yeah. tiktok was around well um paris hilton when you hear this um please <laughs> let us know what was your financial situation what did were you in a <laughs> conservatorship and how do you feel about we come just barely <laughs> just barely missing the so like the influencer train um we don't have a hotline we don't have a patreon so just like comments or something and uh say hey this is paris hilton and then tell us <laughs> all of your personal opinions and uh views appreciate it cool. um on that on that note let's Good get Good started yeah. <laughs> i i decided at this part at this point i'm gonna put random music in and hope i don't get 
DMCA sued and and struck. But if anyone has ever has any like if you ever hear anything and you're like, oh, I think that would be a cool like 30 second snippet of this song to put before our intros, let me know and I'll Oh totally. I think put it in. There's definitely royalty free stuff too. I think for this Yeah, one, but I don't care about that. I I think for this one you should do um Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton. Absolutely. And everyone, enjoy Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton. And if we need if we need to pay royalties, hit me up. Paris Hilton, hit me up in the comments again and just say and just say that and I'll send you like 25 cents. All right, yo, welcome to Drunkards and Dragons. Maybe it should be Drunkards, Stoners, and Dragons. I'm not <laughs> drinking tonight, but I'm high. Anyways, I'm going to edit that part out. <laughs> Where... Don't. <laughs> okay. Where a group of mental health workers across the country take turns being the DM or a player for various virtual campaigns and misadventures. Once again, I am Kawi. I am DMing for another session of Rogar and the Heartbreakers. My fun fact today is that one time I farted so bad that my pregnant sister threw up on the spot. Pretty easy trigger. I don't know. It could have been, might not have been that bad. Well, <laughs> so like the context of it was that, so she was, she was pregnant. My niece just turned five. So it was about, about six years ago. So I was <laughs> what? I, I, so I was like 23. And, uh, it was like some of my big my big drinking days. And I had plans to like go to breakfast or brunch or something with my mom and my sister. And I I got hammered, stayed up super late the night before. So I got a couple hours of sleep. I was super hungover. And my mom came and picked me up so we can go out to eat. And uh she had like seat warmers in the in the back seat. So I like sat down and she turned the seat seat warmers on. And oh, I was no. just like, I just got real cozy and real loose. And I just like <laughs> let one rip. And it was in instantly just like, oh, just like the kind of farts where when you're like sick and you're like telling your roommate or your partner or, or your guardian, like, hey, can you bring me medicine? But like, don't come in the room because I know it smells so bad. It was like one of those, but in a in a small sedan. And my sister <laughs> just like instantly just like looked down at her lap and just vomited all over my mom's car <laughs> it smells the damn yeah <laughs> all right that's that's what we, uh <laughs> i'll send it over to tyler well i don't know how i'm gonna follow that i'm tyler i play dungeons and dragons with my friends and i tend to drink alcohol when we play i i i've been taking edibles all weekend and I didn't take one today, even though that was my goal. And then... yeah, Jordan and I got some got some new ones, and they're like really tasty. But I I like I still only take like a third of one. Yeah, that's like my maximum right now. But like they're really delicious, and I always like I take some, and then I get high. I'm like, fuck, 
this is so good like i want to eat more but like, <laughs> because, like i know trap. i'll I'll, yeah. I'll enter the uh the upside down if i do that so. <laughs> i know i need like a weed apple not a weed candy bar <laughs> yeah yeah something that's not like <laughs> mm, I don't get cravings for. <laughs> right. Give, handle- give me like a piece of celery or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I play Rogar, the half orc cleric. Uh, I did not come up with a fun thing for him, so I'll do it right now in this moment in real time. Well, actually, I for the for the listeners for the for the real fans, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Rogar has a black mohawk and all my drawing I thought I thought it was green oh shit that's right he drank a potion and now it's all rainbow colored or something oh I, yeah actually I believe oh, that's fuck. that's true I forgot I forgot about that oh, my like God. canonically in my head he, it was always green oh no actually I think you said that his brother had a green mohawk before his brother has a pink one party guard has a pink, pink one, one. <laughs> all right then I thought he had a green one but now yeah canonically it's like I feel like it's or was it blue? Uh, I I feel like it's rainbowy, but not like distinct mm-hmm. rainbow. It's like right. kind of like kind of like grown out. And I so I have this very distinct image in my head because I grew up around like punks with long mohawks and like they, and they would dye them and shit. But when they didn't do them up and like sleep with glue in their hair to like keep it like yeah. up, and it would just get like really floppy and and like it was like fi- it was like thin so it was like stringy and like oh. faded colorful and it looks so stupid and i feel like his is like that his is like that but like luscious it's like a thick a thick mohawk you know yeah. so it's almost it's almost like um how one of the hair trends and maybe it's not anymore i don't maybe i'm i'm old and i don't pay attention to things but it's like the really short on the sides and then kind of like the like comb over or like kind of like swoopy uh, whatever mm-hmm. and i feel like it's not that thick so it's not the entire top of his head but it's like kind of close to that so like it yeah. still looks like stylish you know yep exactly yeah it, it, yeah. it like yeah. haircut yeah you know like when you admire a man with a ponytail it's almost like that it's yeah almost, like it's, it's, it's in his back like it's all it's like, like, like i shouldn't like that and i should be offended but it's working <laughs> like it's something's going something's going right here yeah Mm-hmm. That's all fashion is nowadays. It's just wearing something stupid with confidence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making something right. stupid look good on you. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jordan. I play Zolus, a druid half elf. My fun fact from Zolus today is that she, prior to adventuring, she made all of her own clothes. <laughs> Obviously, now she's like adorned with armor and upgrades, but at the end, she made all of her own clothes. Does she still have like handmade casual clothes like under her armor, like like an undershirt kind of deal, you know? Yeah. All right. Anything she started with was everything she made herself. Well, there's a possible um retirement plan, entrepreneurship that Yandar will probably wanna get his get his hands in those pockets. I, okay. Wait a second. I don't know if I particularly like this characterization of Yandar as, you know, money you, hungry. You have, uh, I think every single session we've ever played as Heartbreakers, yeah. you've haggled for more money for a job. You've, yeah. um, I want to be properly compensated for the work I do. Yeah. <laughs> you've been at various points fixated on how much gold you find in dungeons or on adventures, or yeah. you have, you have argued and, and haggled prices at shops and yeah. been ap- appalled by some prices. Yeah. Um, 
and quite frankly stormed out of shops due to mm -hmm. pricing and and also and like the most recently now that you've acquired the means all you per session at least once talk about how <laughs> you just want to spend your gold yeah because i'm worried it's gonna get lost or stolen or something <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of money i'm carrying around i'd be it's nervous true. in real life uh i, I would like to I, i'm hi i guess i'll hi i'm julian i i play yandar the human paladin who is not that tight purse or whatever but like last literally last session all right there was 300 gold just on the floor there mm. to be taken and i was like you know what let's just leave it <laughs> i walked yeah, away she thought it was cursed i walked away i was like no thank you no thank yeah, you for, for fear of your own safety exactly not out of any sort of altruism no but there, there are things more important to me than money you know yeah there's fun fact you know, outside of his uh, general generosity, uh, is that so? Last last week there was an incident involving a window and and a shield, and a shield that should have been able to very easily, I should say, smash straight through that window with such strength. I mean, I, I it was a flat strength check. Maybe it should have been athletics. Some might say, like you know, no one said I, no one says that. But it's just what I'm reading on on the comments, Kelly. Paris, like, I don't, Paris, stop saying it's just what the comments Paris, are saying. You People are wrong. Are like, the mobs are angry at Paris for it's these fancy DMs. They're like, oh the man, athletics. should have been athletics check easily. Paladin got that plus ten modifier. Like it should have been this beautiful cinematic moment, but. It's all right because you know what this this moment actually unlocked something for Yandar, in that what, he trauma? realized exactly <laughs> that this has actually been a long-standing thorn in his paladin side. That uh, the, the the smashing through window uh, practice drill was always one that he could never like successfully accomplish mm -hmm. uh, when you know back in his paladin training days, and so he's now. Uh, He's now remembered that this is like a long-standing barrier that normally he would avoid trying to be so so uh, heroic, but uh, now it's he's like, it's like that super athletic kid, in, but in gym class he just like can't climb the rope. Exactly, he's getting, she just like freezes. <laughs> yeah. So, Yandar is yeah. No. Yandar's no one's hero. Yandar's no one's hero. You're all right. Paladin? I mean, yeah. I guess. Technically. Someone should find you a safe I'm a paladin of protection. I'm a paladin that doesn't want to fight. <laughs> Maybe by the end of all these adventures, they'll be selling little carved figurines of Yandar, and he can finally feel like a hero. And he'll <laughs> absolutely be getting paid like on licensing right for his image there, there like you go. This. he's gonna like ask for uh, at least a five percent i mean at least five percent i mean yeah that's much like five percent per per, per per percent of course per wow yes then you're gonna really need to be like getting down on inventory and like <laughs> like reading the books you know you're gonna have to have i mean like, i i think if we, out there i think if we save the literal world uh I think someone could could handle the the middle management stuff for me as a sign of gratitude, <laughs> at least. Like, we're talking about saving the world here. When's the last time like a small handful of individuals literally saved the entire world? Some 
people would say it happens quite often all around <laughs> the world <laughs> and at various tables on various screens oh I, I i did the opposite route this with... is like a this is like a good night good luck speech <laughs> i did the opposite route with Henry. fireside chat he just couldn't handle like he was like right, oh, yeah world. now what else now what else like you know it's like right. achieving the american dream like where do you go from there right space i fucking guess so <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to grab some water and then uh, we'll get into it. Uh, all right. Uh, the last time we gathered, uh, the Heartbreakers made their way into the tomb and quickly learned that they were going to have to be very alert for traps around every corner. They encountered poison darts and a black hole of magical darkness before finding a tomb hidden behind decorative glass, a decorative glass window. After eventually smashing the window, the group battled some whites and donned paper mache masks in order to lift the lid of the first sarcophagus they encountered. When looting the grave, Rogar became inhabited by the spirit of an ancient jungle god that had been killed by Osirak and his followers and trapped in the tomb during its construction. The group then traversed down a grate and along an underground river where they encountered a magical chest that nearly killed Zolus and Yandar. Once freed, they continued their way towards the heart of the tomb and encountered the main staircase and more platforms. Um, that is where we pick up. Oh, you guys are actually still down by in the water, but you've constructed a, a, a rope system to go up and down, traverse up and down between the top level and this underground river. And yeah, you guys are there. What animal is Obelak? <clears throat> he uh, or she is a small bear. Yes. Uh, no, well. A D and D. Oh, it's a it's a Zorbo, which is kind of like a D and D koala. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay, where are we going? Uh, uh, sorry, you guys were so, sorry. You guys were in the the uh, chest. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, no, I that was. Oh, that was really weird. It felt like there was like nothingness stretching out forever. Um, let's be careful. I think everything is a trap. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the impression I'm sorry I get. Fair, that's fair. Um, all right. Well, do we want to head back? Oh, this seems like a dead end. Um, do we want to head back up to the upper level? Do we want to explore the river more? Uh, we could go back to those those stairs where we saw that little creep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So climb back up and then see uh what we what's what else is up there. Yeah, exactly. Before we leave, I just want to do like a quick circle of this like so we can make sure there's nothing like out of the ordinary. Where in this like um this grotto of sorts? Yes. Like is there anything else that like Are you looking for like traps? Are you looking for any magical things like arcane nature or looking for something like natural 
in I'm, like in the walls or yeah i'm looking for traps and like unnatural like things that seem out of place okay give me part of me wants to say arcana now we're, we're just doing investigation just do investigation 21 wait it is that zolus's that's zolus's yeah yeah he, tyler uh, has cooler mind for some reason Oh, I think because before you guys were just playing on one, so and you were moving around on one, so I just <coughs> gave you both each other. So you yeah, could, depending on what you're playing on, um, with the twenty-one, you get a pretty good sense of every kind of corner of this. It's not huge, you know. It's like a twenty by thirty, thirty-five foot alcove, and yeah. there's nothing. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. Seems like a pretty standard. Then, like I said, you can see where there's kind of like a flowing of the water, like out through through cracks, um, but seems very like kind of bedrocky, like deep in the in the earth. Not really a way to to dig through here without some sort of tool or machinery. Got it. All right. Yeah, I think it's worth heading back up. Um, Sorry. So you guys uh, traverse back to the great. Um, I'm not gonna make you roll to like like athletics or anything to climb it. You guys got got your stuff uh, situated before, so you're up here. So climbing back up to the service, you know, it's a little tiring. It's like a fifty or so foot uh, climb up, but you get to, you get to the top, and you have the broken glass window to the sarcophagus and to and chamber to your west and then to the east you have what you assume is like a, a main central staircase and more platforms nice okay a lot of options and then south is the entrance from which you came i mean should we go east i feel like it's outside of going into this mouth thing that would probably probably kill us <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think east is where we got to be. All right. All right. Making your way through the corridor, um, about 30 feet down, you end up back on this on this ledge with a iron railing and banister. Um, on the northwest side, there are stairs that descend down. Um, you can't see much into it. It seems like it's a, it's a pretty long staircase, I'd say, from your view of maybe about 50, 60 feet going down. To the north, this narrow corridor continues, and then around the large staircase, there is a platform that it, and corridor that extends west, and you can see that one goes east from the northeast corner as well. Hmm. So a couple different options. I'm intrigued by the passageway directly across, but would it be open to going any direction at this point? If anybody had a stronger feeling. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter to me. You lead the way, Rogar. Yeah, makes sense. Let's okay. Finish off this floor. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, me leading the way has only resulted in a, a new friend joining the group. Well, you guys can't see, so. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, I think. Thanks for the vote of confidence, almost. <laughs> I'm just your friend seems to have your most cautious interest in mind, so <laughs> I just feel like. It won't. It'll. It'll be all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's a good point. 
Maybe I should go in the middle. I feel like that's the safest place for me. <laughs> <laughs> so know. as as you make your way around and you get to the eastern side of the first level staircase, as you turn the corner on the southeast going north to get to this hallway, sure. you can see that to the north, around another bend in the corridor, you can see what looks like a lot of blood, like <laughs> splatter. And you can start to hear a faint, like whirring noise, like a like a like almost like a mechanical droning. Um, what ca- what catches your attention more though is directly to your east, about ten to twenty feet in front of you, there is another mask-looking figure on on the wall, but it doesn't it doesn't seem to be made of the same material. It's and it's not depicting the same demon head um instead this one is um is a giant stone skull encrusted over with moss it's jutting it's jutting out of the passageway coming from the walls inside each of the eye sockets is a small flame flickering and the mouth is open again uh on this skull but this time instead of a, a deep magical darkness you can see through it. Mm. The you, you can you can see through it. It's, again, it's pretty big. Ooh. The diameter of the mouth that you can see through is about five feet. So you can clearly see directly through it. Kind of just standing where you are. Um, it is a little obscured, but you see from what you can tell is another sarcophagus. Mm. Great. Oh, uh, Obalaka is uh, is there another other one of your buddies in there? <laughs> uh, she, she hears. Ro- yeah, Rogar, from the back of your mind, you can hear a, a oh, nervous sorry. Ob Obalaka. Yeah, I, I would, I would think so. Uh, like I said, I don't know what else is built down here, but if maybe if we get closer, I might be able to to tell you, but I can't see from from here okay seems like we have to go inside the skull mouth yeah see that just seems like a i mean it doesn't seem safe (laughs) i i don't know should should we investigate for traps we should absolutely do that we should dispel (laughs) magic if we can like let's let's see what's going on Around eleven for investigation. Okay. Um, where test- are you investigating? I guess. Me? I guess the skull. I'm hunkering down, like I'm like, I'm like low. I'm staying low, but I'm like reaching around the skull, seeing if there's anything, any secret triggers or any, any part of it that's maybe weaker than the rest or anything that wants to move. Yeah. So you're looking around. Um, you look high low around you kind of peer in and around the the inside of the uh gaping mouth hole but you don't seem to see any you know there's no pressure plates trip wires doesn't seem to be any any obvious signs of of trappings here okay and i can just walk through the mouth right like it's like pretty big i, I mean it's you you kind of you got to like crawl a little bit but you you'll you it's not like you have to squeeze through Okay. You just kind of you have to like make it's not like a doorway. It's more like a window. Like you just kind of have to get through. 
All right. Should we send another apple through? <laughs> oh, good call. I was I was gonna dive for it. Oh, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I've, do 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 you have you have one? Come come throw uh, it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'll pick through my rations and snag an apple. All right, um, another another small portion of rations. <laughs> going just so you know, just marking it down. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're we're right next to the entrance. We're you know we gotta run we can. So yeah, tie it to some rope and chuck it in. Okay, uh you oh you tie it to some rope. Okay, so you throw the rope and the apple in and it fall it goes falls on the floor and just lays there draped across it's not taut or anything it's just draped across the jaw bones of the skull and laying on the floor on the opposite side okay uh i don't want it to bite a real thing you know like a a heartbeat thing Mm -hmm. and yeah Yeah. who's a bit harder to test yeah Okay, so now I think somebody has to die for it. <laughs> uh, I mean, should we check to see if there's any magic? Can anyone see if there's magic? or? I don't have to detect magic. Uh, do, do none of us? We gotta start coordinating when we make it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have Lucian, it ready to go. I might have it as a spell option. Yeah, Lucian has it not, I, but no, it's not prepared. But not detect. Okay. I have it. I just, I just, I would need to spend some time to get it ready to be cast. Mm, okay. Okay. Mm. Well, we can just go in. We could try. But is that safe? <laughs> no, not even a little bit. But okay. I mean, being down here isn't safe. <laughs> like, That's yeah. true. we're inherently putting ourselves in in danger here. <laughs> All right. We could. We could. We could draw straws to die for it. Um, no, I I can dive because you have Obalaka in you, and I can probably take the hit. Okay, I'll be I'll be right there after you. No, okay, all right. I'm just gonna crawl through. Okay, <laughs> you die. And are you right? <laughs> uh, give me your character sheet. <laughs> you, you crawl through, Zolus and Rogar. Give me a perception check. I'll give one to Lucian, too. Oh, my God. That was an awful roll. 13. Um, that's okay. It, w- it was an easy DC. Um, Actually, you would have hit it with anything but a nat 1. As Yandar <laughs> crawls through and passes through, everyone on this side, on the other side, notices that one of the flames on the eye goes out. Oh, fuck. In the eye sockets. So now there's one lit. Um, Yandar, as you <laughs> as you enter this chamber, uh-huh. what you see is again a another what seems to be burial chamber, roughly the same size as the as Obalakas that you were in before, and similar similarly similar similar. similar. similar Similarly, wow, I can't say that word. Similarly, similarly, <laughs> and not we, unlike, not unlike <laughs> Obalaka's <laughs> chamber. 
there is uh there is our sarcophagus in the middle there's also the walls here are kind of encrusted floor to ceiling in various sized skulls and kind of caked and mortared with with what looked like mud so a stone sarcophagus stands at the center of the chamber on its lid you can see even from this angle like not being right above it you can see that the lid is adorned with a coiled up serpent serpent carved in relief and then behind the sarcophagus resting on like a a small pedestal made a made of marble is an ornate crystal box and from here you can see that there's a small humanoid skull floating inside of it kind of like suspended in gravity inside this small um crystal box whoa how, how small is the skull is it like child sized uh i would say yes you can tell that it is child humanoid <laughs> interesting okay okay uh, so we'll we'll jump back to so the the other three party members you guys see this what do you what are you doing now casting death ward on zolus <laughs> Immediately, I turn around like, Zolus, take this. And I like clap my hands and do like a ring. And then I like touch your shoulder. Okay. So now you have a ward against death. When you would, when you would go to zero hit points the first time, you pop back up with one. And that's not concentration. It's just an eight hour spell, right? Action. And it's just eight hours. Yep. Cool. That, that happens. It protects you once, right? It's not like, yep. No, all right. Okay. All right, um, Zolus, you feel in this moment, you know you cannot die. Well, <laughs> sorry, at least, sorry. <laughs> at least right away, at least right away. You can, in, in, in some way, there is almost the opposite of the acceptance of death when people have a terminal illness of some sort. But you have this almost surreal acceptance of life. <laughs> and you think, I can do anything right now and I couldn't <laughs> and it would I would not die at least right away at the first strike. <laughs> and I then with that feeling follow my enemy right in to the house. <laughs> I love I love right. fucking as callous as everyone else, but she acts like she isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have this realization and you're like, all right then, and you dive through and you do a little barrel roll for for flavor. <laughs> um, as you land, you you see all the same things that Yendar saw, oh, and so as Zolus goes through Rogar, you and Lucian both see that the second flame goes out in the eye sockets of the skull. Okay, and you two are standing there trying to figure out what to do next. I say, Lucian, stay. Let's stay here. I don't think it's a good. Both of us stay on this side. Yeah, I think I think the light would have to be on for us to be able to go through it. Uh, for us to go through, yeah, this wouldn't be. Let's stay here and protect them in case anyone tries to come in. Okay, but if something happens to them in there while we are here, do you want to like? Worried, obviously, you will, okay? Okay, I just I just want to set that now so that if something happens, we're not panicking to figure something out. You know what I mean? Well, actually, wait. So I did put the death ward on Zola, so she should be okay. I don't know. Let's let's talk about it. Actually, you know what? 
Can we hear them? Like we're on. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not far from. It. And, and we're like, wait, guys. Like, do you want us to? The other flame went out. Like, do you want us to stay over here? Do you do you feel like you need help over there? Yeah, uh, I mean, it seems like things are all right right now. Like, okay, should we have like a code word? Um, I mean, I think if we start screaming, how about how about then come help us? All right. What about like heartbreak or something? Yes. I'll probably just say help. Yeah, I was gonna say why is the why is the code word never help? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that's fair. Okay. Oh, I like you, say, you, say, yeah. Say either one. Either one, and I'll know. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Solution's gonna move up. I'm assuming Rogar, you guys kind of move up, so you and you're like half your face. You're like kind of both peering through the skull, cheek to cheek, almost watching your friend. Okay. And then you, the other two, Zolus and Yendar, you guys are in the chamber. I also definitely have an ear out for anything behind this. Okay. Yendar and Zolus, <laughs> as, as you both stand there in this chamber, you both see this floating stone skull, and you begin to see it kind of straighten itself up and almost seem more alert. And in, in your minds, right, so telepathically, so Rogar and Lucian, from what you can assume, don't hear this. And Rogar, I'm telling you, you don't hear this. But Yendar and Zolus, you hear an echoing voice of a, of a young girl ringing in, in your minds. And she says, what, what, what's, what's happening? Why, why can't I, I can't see anything. Where am I? Hello? Hello? I can, I, I can feel you there. <laughs> okay, I'm going to speak out loud. Okay. And say, Zolus, can you hear me? And see if the voice in my head reacts to that. It, it does. And it says, fuck. Zola, Zolus? Who's Zolus? Who are you? <laughs> Do I hear it out loud or in my head? You hear the girl speaking in your head, but you hear Yandar out loud. No. I was imagining I thought that this was gonna be like that scene in Spy Kids. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Whoa, you can hear my thoughts and I can hear yours. <laughs> what am I thinking now? Uh <laughs> um, but it's not. Okay. So whoa. Um, I like I'm like, do you think it's that? And I like point to the little skull. Do you do you think it's yeah. what? What? <laughs> Oh, um, please. This looks like what was etched. What? What etched? What are you? What are you saying? Who are you, Zolus? Uh, I just I, I like think in my head like who are you? you uh, it do, it doesn't respond. The skull doesn't respond. Uh, so I say out loud. Then who are you? I'm I'm Napaka. Where am I? Why can't I see? Are you? Are you my dad's friends? My father? Oh, is he looking for me? Is he worried? <laughs> he might be. Yeah, who sorry, who's your dad? My my dad. Napartok. He's the he's the king. Um, okay. 
Do you have some other friends in here? Friend? No, I don't. I don't really have friends. My my dad, he keeps us in the in the temple, and I don't have many friends my age. What? Will you be my friend? Can you let me out of here and be my friend? I don't. Well, where I are you? Where you are? Where are I don't you? Know. What do you I see? I, What's around you? I can't see. I can't see anything. I can't see. I can't. I can't feel anything. But you're here with me, yet, right? So you I can can't feel, see I can feel anything, you. and you can't feel anything. No, I can. Ju I. I just. I. But I know. I sensed you when you. Whenever you. You arrived, and. And I can hear you. But I can't see. I don't. I'm scared. <laughs> How how are you able to sense us? Do you do you know magic? I don't or? I don't know. No, I've I've never I've never learned magic. My my father knew knew some, but I no I didn't. I don't. <laughs> well, we can hear you, but we can't see you. So you you can't see me. Yeah. Um, give me and both of you give me insight checks. 18 11 uh yandar you you can tell that by like the the pressure of her speech and and the things that she's saying this disembodied whatever spirit is getting anxious it's getting nervous it's starting to freak out a little bit mm. Zolas, you're a little too focused on like asking questions and getting answers and being like pragmatic about it. Mm -hmm. So you don't you don't sense the anxiety and like the tension starting to fill in the room, but Yandar, you do. Uh, all right. So I'll go uh Napaka, 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 slow down, slow down. Like we're we're just trying to figure out the situation before you know it's hard for us to help you if we don't know everything that's going on. We're not experts ourselves. Yeah, I I know I know. Um, I just like wh where where are you? Where are you? Uh, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> um, but you know, I the, I don't think that's what's important right now. Uh, you might be you might be focusing on the wrong things. All right, we need to get a better understanding of of your situation. Um. So, so just help us. What was the last thing you remember seeing? All right, give me a persuasion check. You're trying to divert this conversation. Okay, twenty-five. Um, okay, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, last thing I remember. Last thing I remember. I was in a temple with my servants, and we were we were studying, but I was a little bit bored. So I was kind of staring off into space a little bit. Um, I was a little bit hungry. I kind of had to go to the bathroom, but I knew if I asked, they would get mad, and my and my dad would get mad if I wasn't studying. And and then everything everything just went black, and now I'm here, and and, I, and I'm sc and I'm scared. And were you were you alone when you were studying? Was it just you in that room? It it was me and and the the servants that were that my dad had to uh that hired to teach me in, in in my studies and I know they were trying to teach me a little bit of magic and arcane stuff but I wasn't really getting it you know it, it wasn't coming as easily as to me as it did to my father. Uh, I look I look 
look at Solus and like, uh, I, I, I mouth the phrase, what do we do? I don't say it. <laughs> okay. I mouth it. I just like shrug. I'm gonna like, can I like slowly, actually, I'm gonna see, I'm like, I'm gonna say like, you know, we can't see you, but we're gonna try to figure out where you're coming from. Like, wait, wait, I'm, wait, what do you mean? You, what do you mean you can't see me? We just, I can hear you, but I don't, I don't know what you look like. Like, I don't see you. And what, you can't. What do you see? What do I see? Where yeah, what do you I, see? I'm just in a room in this temple. In my father's temple? I, I think so. We, we know that we're here and that we were here, we came here looking for something. Um, that we can oh make. no are you are you robbers no, <laughs> no. so this is what we've learned we we i want to reassure you we learned we didn't know that you and and your i don't i think that like we didn't know that you and your family were here prior to what what we're looking for prior to them coming but what we we've been here for so long for generations yeah and i i yeah so it's just it's it's news to me. So I just I'm I'm just gonna try to I'm gonna move around really slowly, and I, I want you to tell me if anything changes, like if you can sense us any differently. And I start okay. to like very carefully check for, and like slowly investigate the room and check for traps and like just go around the perimeter. Okay, roll me an investigation. Lucian and Rogar can see us, right? Yeah, they can see you, but I mean, as Zolus goes around the perimeter, there well, might be some that. some. Okay, there might be some corners where <clears throat> she goes out of their vision. Um, but yeah, for the most part, they can they can see you easily, and so they just see you like talking. And I mean, Rogar Lucian looks at you and is like, "I don't. Do you know what's happening?" And he calls out, "Hey guys, what? Who are you talking to?" <laughs> All right. Do we have paper? Like, what? I think we as a part. We need to start getting paper and and like writing implements. <laughs> do I hear him saying um, that? <laughs> Zolus, with a dirty twenty, you get uh, <laughs> dirty twenty. You, Every time I you, hear it, like it's the first time. You feel around, like, kind of looking through the muddy spaces between all the skulls and you can tell that you don't find any traps you know in in the like traditional trap sense but you can tell that there are a lot of small insect-esque burrows and holes in the in the in the mud mortar of these walls. Don't like that. <laughs> oh boy, opens up spiders. <laughs> Don't like that. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, and then as so as you move around the room, also the voice, the uh, Napakas says, "I I can sense you moving. It's like I can't see you, but I can sense where you are in relation to to me. Does that make sense? I can tell." Yeah. That you're, that you're close to me, like ten feet away from me, <laughs> um, and exactly. and you can see, yeah, and I, I mean, as you get closer, you can see that the the jaw of the the skull is 
jabbering a little bit as mm-hmm. you're hearing the the voice in your head. Okay. You also you haven't you haven't answered Lucian and or Rogar, so they're kind of just like shrugging. Like okay, okay I mean, I, I stick my hand out and I'm like, yeah. okay. Well, okay. Are we? Um, okay, so I like approach the thing. The I go up to the the skull. You approach the skull. Yeah. Okay. You you walk up to the the marble pedestal with the crystal box, and you can see clearly it's like a very well preserved skull of a small humanoid child. And it's kind of, it's just suspended there. It's not in liquid or anything. It's just suspended in this box in air. All right. Can I do a divine sense just to see what's going on with this? Yes. So like, is this an undead? What'd you roll? It's it's, 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 it, it, it's not a roll. It's just I need I need to figure out the what'd you, what'd you hit. Oh, fine. So you hold on to you grab your holy symbol and focus it as your perception. You go into spider sense, spidey sense mode, and your perception rings out <laughs> through this area. You don't sense any celestials, fiends, or undeads. Okay. So this skull thing isn't popping up as undead. So some kind of other magic that she's, um, like that could be at play here. What Ma- magic? What about magic? Well, we just—I'm just looking around this room, and I think I know where your voice is coming from. Uh, but wait, I, 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 I can, I can sense you very close now. You must. Can you? Can you see me? Yeah. I mean, I can't. No, I don't see what I would imagine to be you. Unless, like, can you describe what you look like? I mean, everyone tells me I'm very pretty, but I'm 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 just a girl, and I'm nine years old, and I I have long black hair. It's a little curly, and I wear I like to wear dresses and and some nice stone bracelets. They're really smooth. And I wear a, an indigo dyed ribbon in my hair when I tie it up. Well, that's definitely not what I see. Oh, no. Do, what do you see? Uh, I mean, I don't want you to get scared. But I want to yeah, be... I, I'm, I'm, ar- I'm already scared. Well, all we can see in here is, is, a, is a skull. A skull? Yeah. Have you ever seen anything like that in your dad's temple, or him doing any kind of magic like this? No. I. I mean, I've. I've seen some in. In. In books and in paintings of my people, but a skull? Is it my skull? I. I don't know if I can answer that question confidently. Um. Okay. Give me a. What would this be? Just so, just give me a flat charisma check. What? <laughs> charisma. Okay. So with a seventeen, the you can hear 
her voice begins to tremble, but she hasn't lost her her composure yet. But she is very anxious and very scared. Okay. Um, can I move up a bit? I just want to move. Yeah. A bit closer. And can I can I take a look at the um, sarcophagus thing? Yeah. So the sarcophagus is not a super decorative sarcophagus or anything fancy just a pretty simple stone <laughs> sarcophagus with a engraving of a coiled serpent on top however you don't see a hinge or a lid or anything on the sarcophagus it looks like it's one piece of stone oh interesting um you said it's a coiled serpent right yes uh on the pocket does your family have like any sort of like house symbol or insignia? Yes, I mean we were. I mean, on our crest we had a serpent, um, with with flowers and and a sword. Does it look anything similar to what I'm seeing in front of me on this sarcophagus? Are you asking her? No, I'm, I'm asking. No, I'm asking you. The, I mean, she is. She said it looked like a cold, cold serpent. Oh, they, they had a serpent mm. on their thing, and you're seeing a serpent there. So, but we're just I mean, seeing the serpent. Like through. none of the, I, I guess more like the, the flowers. Yeah, and yeah, the sword, yeah. Like... None of the extras, no. Okay. It's all one. St oh. Um. Oh. Um. Oh no. This this might this might sound weird, but I think if we want to get you out. We're gonna need to know where the key is. Do you ever have any keys? Or see any keys? I mean, I I can't see anything, but I mean, key, keys like what kind of key, like keys to the temple? I can't. I can't. I mean, you guys are kind of my friends now, but my dad always said, you know, don't give anyone the keys to the temple. <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't have any keys on me. I don't think. Oh no no I don't no don't give us the keys I don't I don't even think giving us the keys is just the thing I think um I don't know it's weird I think that you might be locked inside something that only you can open locked in I'm trapped oh my well, god I... you're not trapped right now you are um in the process of being free it's different I but I, but I'm not free now. Which yeah, you're in the process. I, you're in the process. There's so I'm I'm stuck. Oh my I I know I'm so, oh I know my dad's gonna be so worried if I don't get out of here. Um now you give me a charisma check. It's flat charisma. Yeah, flat charisma. Okay. That's okay. 24. And so she you kind of like take a deep breath and, and steady yourself. It says, I, "Okay, if I'm, if I, if I can be free, how can I? What should I do?" Uh, yeah, we're still uh, working on those particulars. Um, do you know? Do you know what I'm trying to be free from? Uh, not not entirely. Just give me one sec. Okay. Um, I don't know. Should we? 
<laughs> oh man, I want a heartbreak huddle so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm like, what is going on in there? So I like I like whisper, I'm like, hey, could you guys hear me? Yeah, I can remember a couple of thumbs up. Oh, so you wait, you you can hear me? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can hear them. Oh, can I, I can hear them if they talk too, right? Yeah. So you're you've been hearing this like kind of one sided okay. conversation or sorts. So you so you've gle- gathered and gleaned some knowledge, but you like you don't know what's really going on. All right. Uh, what 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 do you guys what do you guys need? What's what's wrong? You guys seem stuck, and you keep saying fragmented and disparate sentences. I like to talk to the girl first. I'm like, listen, I'm gonna say things to my friend that probably won't make sense for you. I just need you to wait it out. He might be able to help us. Okay. Okay. And then I say to Rogar, I'm like, um, I think there there's another one of your friends stuck in here. We're just trying to figure out how to get her out without her ending up like you. And I say, Obalaka. Is is Napaka someone you know? Give me a highs or lows. Highs. Uh Nap- Napaka. I, I'm sorry. I I I don't know a, a Napaka. It wasn't one of the. It wasn't a, a fellow god w- with me. It wasn't one of the gods. Who? Uh, anything with some snakes and serpents ring a bell? Had some kids. Is a kid has a dad. <laughs> Snake that if we're talking about, you know, the the gods, the uh Moa was the was the serpent. I, I say that to them. Moa was the serpent, not Napaka. So is her family related? Do they know Moa? I I sort of ask uh Napaka, I'm like, hey. This might seem out of the blue, but d- does your family know Moa, or do you worship to Moa? Moa, yeah, it's always Moa this, Moa that. That's, that's <laughs> what... The, when, are gonna, when are you going to get some Moa bitches? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's, the, it's the god that my, my dad worships and, and what, this, what the, this temple's devoted to. But I know I shouldn't speak like that about Moa. He's a he's kind and and truthful. What do you really feel? <laughs> not t- not typical of snakes, but okay. Moa, yeah, you said Moa was nice, right, Obaleko? Yeah, yeah, he's he's cordial. You can, <laughs> you, can trust, you you can you know can trust him with a not with you wouldn't want to trust him with like a secret because he he always tells the truth. Uh, but he's but he's very but he's very kind. How does he feel about the truth? He re- respects it and regards it highly as as a very a very virtuous trait. Being true. Oh. Then I, I I don't know. Maybe you guys should open the crypt and see what happens. He doesn't sound like the worst guy. To... Oh wait 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 no we can't. And you won't be able to lie. Okay wait hold on no I see now that I understand what's in me don't open it. Or touch anything because then that's going to be your trait. You're going to take on that trait. But we can't open it, even if we wanted to. It, it's completely there's no hinges. There's nothing. Right, 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 I think right, right, right. 
I think it's there's an internal mechanism. Yep. Hmm. Maybe you should do something to the skull. That's touch it. (laughs) (laughs) Or don't wait. Don't touch it. (laughs) I don't know. I'm fucking. I kind of want to inspect the sarcophagus more. See if maybe there's like a a switch or latch. Like I I looked at, but I didn't actually like investigate it. You can investigate it if you like. Sure. Seventeen. Uh, you do a more thorough investigation, but you don't find any sort of button or lever or switch. It's kind of just smooth, very dense, hard stone, except for when where there's the etching. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I don't know if we, outside of just smashing it, like, I don't think that there's a way in. Hmm. The skull is just floating there. Yeah. And over like a a case, you said? It's in a crystal box. Or yeah, like a crystal case. Mm-hmm. Uh sitting on top of a white marble small like pillar and pedestal. Okay. I'm just looking up the case. Is okay. Uh give me well, so you go to just so as as you are reaching for it, the pocket little girl's like Wait, wait, I, I can feel you getting closer. And then you grab the case and you try to lift it, but it doesn't budge. She's like, I, I can, what, what, are you, why are you, what are you doing? Why are you touching me? Um, what if we just break the crystal, Andar? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, sh- you know, the, the stuff break, break in there through. is needed to, breaking? you know, keep things afloat. You know? Yeah. Okay. I wanna I wanna tell her what everything we see. I mean at this point, all right. I, I, I can't really think of anything else. So yeah, let's go for it. Okay. So I'm like, okay, Napaka, I need I I can sense that you're really stressed and I'm gonna tell you something that you're probably gonna be upset about. So what helps you stay calm when you hear bad <laughs> news? Oh, um <laughs> I guess my my toys, my stuffed animals. Okay, so I want you to think about those things right now. Okay. Okay, and I'm, I know you... I'm thinking about them, but I'm kind of sad that I don't, I can't have them. Yeah, and and I I have a feeling I'm probably very close to you, so I want you to just keep thinking about them and focus on that. And I want you to try to stay calm. But basically, we think you're trapped inside of of all we can see is a crystal box with a skull in it and we think you're trapped inside there in some way i don't i don't know if you're i don't think my friend doesn't can't sense that you're dead so i think you're dead undead 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 not dead undead undead which you have to be dead in the first place to be undead so that's a good thing but just because i'm dead doesn't mean and i I'm undead, so I can be dead without being undead. I don't think you could be talking. Yeah, about but dead people don't talk. Undead people do. Yeah. So I'm talking, and I'm dead, and no, you're, so, no, we're so saying I'm, you're not dead. And as you're saying this, the the eyes of the skull burst with green flames, oh. and the crystal box. You can see like the pressure building inside of it, and after just a moment, it explodes and shatters. Zolus, give me a dexterity saving throw as the crystal shards 
fly backwards um, and explode around you and everyone roll initiative. Everyone? I mean, and, yeah, and as, as this now inflamed uh, in green flame skull starts to levitate off of the pedestal um, and, flame and, skull, sh- and, sh- and shriek. My favorite is not funny. All right, so you... You see the pressure building, like in the air molecules, in the crystal case before it explodes, and you duck down, kind of like next to the the marble pedestal, and the glass just goes over you um, and misses you. But there is like crystal glass all over. Um, give me one second to grab some water, and then we'll start this encounter. Fuck. Nope, I got pee. I thought we were being so careful. Uh, initiative. Let's go. Oh. Rolls oh, had a five. Rogo had three. Yep. Yandar had a nineteen. I get roll threes often. And I feel there are just days where it's just like roll twenty decides you're not getting anything over a ten. Yep. Yeah. He gets a dirty twenty, so he will go. But flames go. This flame skull go there. I'm gonna use its marker. Its marker is gonna be the "Can you handle our 28 inches?" sticker. <laughs> its tracker. Okay, so actually, we'll start with Lucian. Um, Lucian hears the explosion and is going to assume that help. Yeah, he's gonna assume that that means help. So he's gonna <laughs> dive through. Um, as he does, no, we talk about it. <laughs> um, Rogar, you see, there, you guys didn't spot any like hinges on the jaw or anything. I, knew, I fucking knew the teeth were gonna but, chomp, but but the teeth chomp down, but he's able to dodge out of the way and like just in time, it like kind of clips his cape a little bit and tears the bottom. Um, but he gets he gets through. Do the jaws stay down? No, they open back up, and both the flames are relit. Oh, oh. shit. I jumped through. It's not your turn. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's going to be his movement, and then he's going to spot the flame skull. He's going to cast uh, Guiding Bolts. That is. And he's going to hit. What's the damage on that? Cutting bolt, 46 radiance. So he does 14 points of radiant damage as um so he takes 14 points of radiant damage as the or I guess she as the flame skull starts to to shriek. The next uh, attack roll has advantage uh, against it. Uh he's gonna kind of just back up to the corner of of this room or the northwest corner. And but you guys can see as he does. His eyes kind of start to dart around, looking at the walls behind him. Oh. Uh, Yendar, it's your turn. Um, I, I yell at the, I yell towards the flame skull. Depaka, can you still hear us? You need to calm down. We can't help you if you attack us like this. You yell at this flame skull, like 
to yell over its own shrieking. And in that moment, you realize that your time to try to calm this child down has come and gone. Hey, you tried. You tried to not result to violence. Yeah, that's... I mean, I don't know. I'm literally a, a paladin piece. Doesn't feel great. Um, is there anything else is in the room now that I'm that we're fighting? I, I see Lucian's like wiggling around, kind of like glance his way. Yeah, so he's you know about fifteen or twenty feet um in the from you in the northwest corner. You can see him clearly. Um, Zolus is ten feet to your east, and the flame skull is just five feet. To the north of her, engaged. Okay, I uh, I don't want to fight this thing. I, I um I'm going to hold my action uh, until it uh, attacks one of us. I'll hold my attack. Okay, and uh, I'll, I'll say put. All right. So you ready yourself as you try to have one last attempt to talk this child down and then it turns to Zolus and you see from its eyes three projectiles shoot out and go right at Zolus Zolus you take a total of 12 points of force damage as it shoots three magic missiles all directed at you and they hit you all we're in the chest. That is its turn. Zolus, it's your turn. Okay. I'm going to cast Primal Savagery. So, if you haven't seen this in a while, but Zolus kind of just channels her like inner rage and like her claws um, grow. Um, and I'm going to go make, I'm going to go claw at the skull. Oh, wait, so that's just, like, your hands turn to, like, claws, right? It's a weapons? Yeah. Okay, cool. Shit, yeah. So to hit will be... Wait, so what do I roll to hit? Do I just roll a d20 and then it's plus my spell attack? Because it's a spell and not just, like, a melee. What is What does it say? Does it say that it turns into a melee weapon? Yeah, it says make a melee spell attack. Okay, so, so, so yeah. So it's your it's a D twenty plus your spell attack bonus. Fifteen to hit. Um fifteen will not hit. No, fuck. Plus five spell attack. That's awesome. Plus ten. My spell yeah, attack. Yeah. Wait, what? I need to oh, my... oh wait, wait. Oh shit. Uh yeah, so you you slash through it, you miss your mark a little bit and go through some of the flame around it. But you don't make contact. Uh, anything else? I just yell out like I see like Lucian like paying attention to the the walls. I'm like Lucian, what are you what are you sensing over there? I don't think we're alone. But that's all he says right now. Anything else you're doing? If not, it's Rogar. It's your turn. All right, I Rogar has a lot of internal conversation with Overwalker going on. And Rogar is old enough to have rationalized 
fear and flaw and caution versus risk and understands that saving the group is more important than saving himself. So he jumps in through the mouth. He understands that life has to take a certain amount of evaluated risk to keep this thing. And Korg, as a deity, needs followers. So life is the key to following. All right, you go through. Nothing gets activated or anything. The second light doesn't go out? Well, well, I mean, you can't tell. Now you're on the other side of it, so you, you can't see. All right. Okay. So that's like, what, 10 feet of movement? Five, 10. Yeah. 120, 25. All right. I'm going to run over the top of the crypt, jump up, and I'm going to strike with, I'm going to strike the flame skull with my vicious morning star. So that's a 23. That will hit. Hell yeah. 10 points of piercing damage. So you swing at it and you try to connect to it like a like a baseball and you feel that you hit it. However, it doesn't seem to do as much damage as you feel like it it should. Like mm. it doesn't you know you hit it like you connected solidly, but oh. it doesn't feel as powerful as it as it should. Okay. Um, and then one second, let me just look at one thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I did piercing damage. I didn't do the kind I thought I did. Okay. Then since I struck on this turn, uh, with my mobile feet, I'm going to move back. I went five, 10, 15, 20, 25. I want to move back 15 feet. So I'm going to be at the foot of the sarcophagus. Doesn't, doesn't Ruger uh, have advantage on that attack? Why would I? Oh, oh yeah. From guiding bolt. You do have advantage. You're right. Oh yeah. Oh, that's okay. I still hit regardless, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see if you, you crit, but... Oh, yeah, I'll roll again. Oh, oh. You, you roll damage. Oh, I hit the... Okay. Uh, I thought, I thought it was All right, yeah, so... Yeah, so... Luckily, you got a 15, so you'll keep that 23. But yeah, you're able to dis- disengage for free and move back to the... the foot of the... the... Wait, you said the foot of the sarcophagus or the... Yeah, the foot of it. Okay. All right. So you're back on the ground there. Anything else, or that's your turn? That's my turn. So back to the top of the order. Um, Lucian, freaked out, is going to pivot this way. As he's, you know, he said he, you basically tell he heard something behind him, so he's moving out of the way, and he is going to. Nothing crazy has happened yet. He's just gonna use his. Sacred Flame, Cantrip, so deck save for the skull. It's going to fail, so it's going to take fuck uh, one point of radiant damage as it just whizzes by and singes it a little bit. Oh, can you move? That's the that's the risk you run with the Cantrip. No, that'll be his turn. Uh so Yendo, you're up. All right, well, I'm gonna move up and uh. Pull out my magic long sword and uh, try a hit. All right. So twenty three to hit. That will hit. All right. I'll I'll just use both my attacks. Ooh, that's a crit fail. And not one does not hit. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll the, roll the damage. All right. 
That's thirteen. I'm gonna put a uh, gonna put a, a smite on there. Uh, let's put a branding smite. So it does That's radiant some... damage. Does it do anything else? Uh, it'll do. Uh, the targets. Uh, which becomes visible if it's invisible. Uh, it sheds a five foot radius light. Yeah, no, it, it just lights it up, but that's it. Okay. Luckily um, for uh, you, it's already lit by its own flame. Exactly. Uh, go ahead and so you slash down and slice it across the jaw with your longsword, and then you bring it on from the other shoulder and track just crisscross and slice it there uh go ahead and roll damage for the second one wait but the second one missed i know let's go ahead and roll damage oh okay and i still gotta roll the um divine smite stuff for the first one okay um, oh yeah so go ahead and roll all the damage for the first one yeah i just got it's 2d8 plus 1d8 for every higher level so that's gonna be 4d8 and then Plus improved divine smite, which now makes it five d eight. Yep. So four forty two damage total. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! With the first one. <laughs> yeah, with the first one. Uh, go ahead and roll the second one. So the second one I will not put the divine smite on. Mm -hmm. Second one will do seven damage. All right, I rolled a nat one for that uh, damage. So as you come down the the other way, um, Zolus, you feel a sharp. <sighs> Hinge in your side as Yandar swipes and misses underneath the the flame skull as, as it's bobbing, and you feel his sword uh, nick you in the side. What? Sorry. Well, always one step forward, two step back. <laughs> that was this was a complete accident. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. I might have something to fix this. Shoot. What is it? There's like some sort of ability that I have that like. When someone else but, takes damage, I can take it instead. Oh, it's like uh is that's not I know it's like a spell, like some like warding spell or something. But mm. yeah, well, no, I mean I can't yeah, no, it won't work. Alright, I'm just like, all right, I'm sorry, I can I can heal you for that if you need it. Yeah. Is, can I actually do it right now? No, because you use the action and the yeah, training smite was a bonus yeah, action. Yep. Yeah, that's everything. I can kill you for that eventually. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so it is the skull's turn. This time, both of its eyes are going to light up with flames, and it's going to target um, you, Yandar. So it's going to be the first one's going to hit, and the second one's going to hit. Oh my god. As, as two rays of fire shoot out of its skull at you. The first one does 15 points of fire damage, and the second one does 13 points of fire damage for a total of 28 points of fire damage as it begins to shoot fire off of your armor. Then, what happens is finally what Lucian was hearing comes into view. So these walls were full of swarms of undead spiders. What? What? 
as as they burst through the there's six groups as they burst through the the caked mud holding the skulls of the walls together and they just swarm and pile down through the down the walls um one is going to essentially engulf no two are going to essentially engulf lucian um, <laughs> as they begin to just swarm over him biting incessantly wait rogar you're still inside by the sarcophagus right yep, right there okay so one is going to try to like engulf oh, you and attack oh you can move now okay i is going to engulf and attack you rogar one's going to attack you yandar and two are going to attack zolus oh no <laughs> So we'll start with Lucian's. I hate rolling D4s as damage dice. So <laughs> unsatisfying. Clack, clack, clack. Two. <laughs> um, as you see, <laughs> Lucian's starting to, like, ah, ah, and, like, trying to flick them off. But you can tell he's getting bit and hit, hit and bit. He's going to take 11 points of damage. Um, Zolus, it's your AC 15. Um, they're, they're going to start swarming you, but they're not like penetrating your armor and they're not biting you yet, but they're like all around your, the floor by your feet, trying to climb up. You're kind of swatting them down. They're not getting a, a like any good, good grip on you. Um, Yandar, same with you. They're, they're on your plate armor. But they they're having a tough time like getting in between and and nope. biting you. Um, Rogar, you're not as lucky. Oh no! And you take ten points of shoot piercing. Yeah, well, you take ten points of piercing damage as the swarm around you begins to find purchase in your skin and and bite you. That is their turn. Zolus, it's your turn. Okay. I'm I'm having the I'm having a bit of a bad time. <laughs> I'm having a good time, I'm having a bad time. It's almost like you never should have told Cowie your deepest fear. I, I mean it's not my and, deepest fear. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> like... I, I wanna s I wanna say this though, because like Jor like one of Jordan's fears came up last session, and now one of Julian's fears come up this session of spiders. Now I didn't I didn't plan this. <laughs> I, I, I I really truly didn't. I'm like I, I'm using I'm using a module, like I'm using a, a thing from something. Yeah. And it's only now that I'm realizing I'm like going through some like deep seated fears. And yeah. it's like the the like the synchronicity and like the, the serendipity of, of it all is like really chef's <laughs> kiss right now. I'm really enjoying it. We gotta find the room with Tyler's fears. <laughs> you, I'm never gonna let you guys know what I'm afraid of. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a room with like sentient like flip flops with sandals or something or like or like baggy like cargo shorts like with like <laughs> like thirteen pockets like all really bulky and filled with things. I'm just scared of cringe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bad, shitty like dad fashion. Yeah, that's all I'm afraid of. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna get right. Dust Devil. Dust Devil, you bust out your little vacuum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Ghostbusters trying to suck up this flame skull. Okay, so I'm gonna cast it. Okay, 
So it's a five foot foot cube of air that you can see with the ring. So I'm gonna cast it above um, the skull right now. Um, any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the death devil. Actually, no, I'm gonna cast it right behind. Oh, I'm gonna cast it here. So that- Okay, so, so kind of along the northeastern wall so that it doesn't hit Lucian mm -hmm. or yourself. Exactly. Okay. So they'll be with it. There, the three of them are all within five feet of it. The, the, those two swarms, and then the skull. Wait, wait. Okay, so the way I have this, um, that that swarm, uh, is actually the one is one of the ones that's that's on you. So it's like occupying the same space as you. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll still leave it there. So you can see. You can. Yeah, you can still cast it there and hit one swarm. I'll say. Well, actually, what I'll say is that only one swarm can occupy the same space as a character, and the other one would have to be adjacent and engaged with it. Mm -hmm. So, basically, you have one on you and one adjacent, and Lucian has one on him and one adjacent. <clears throat> oh, nice. You guys are on the above layer, so I can just go like that. Okay. So, so that's that's how it is like that. One, You and Lucian both have one on you and one adjacent. Okay. Gross. I'm gonna put it here in this corner, um, okay. so I can get the one that's adjacent to Lucian and the skull. Yep. Um, so any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the dust devil must make a strength saving throw. Um, and then I'm gonna cast it at the third level, so the damage is a little more. All right. And what happens if they fail? If it fails, it's pushed ten feet away from the dust devil. Does and it take damage, or is it just pushed away? But blood bludgeoning damage. So I'll roll okay. the damage now, and then if at the if they end their turn there. Okay. So it's gonna be. Um. So it's twelve bludgeoning damage. Um. And then if the dust devil moves over dust, loose their loose their light gravel. It sucks up the material from the ten foot radius cloud of debris around it and lasts until the start of next turn. The cloud is so if I move it. It sucks up the dust and like until the end of my next turn, the ten foot radius it's like heavily obscured. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm gonna put a little thing there so I remember that it's there. What color do you want the circle to be? Red. Cool. That's what automatically got chosen. <laughs> so you you conjure up a little mini tornado um as it starts to spin above the heads of these creatures um anything else no that's it all right rogar is your turn okay <laughs> what is what is that radius again five foot radius from the center it's like yeah from the wall pretty much what's happening there it's there's like a little tornado that anything oh, that ends its turn there that's the dust Got it. Yep. All right. Um, am I I'm able to like move even though these things are all swarming me? Yeah, I'll say that like you would take. Yeah, you you would. It would be difficult terrain. So basically, you would your speed would um lower by ten feet for that okay. turn, and then it would, it would be an attack of opportunity if you move out of their range. Out of their square. Okay. Well, shit. All right. 
wait, mobile, when using dash action, difficult terrain doesn't, okay, I don't want to do that, okay, fuck it, I look at everybody, and I climb up to the top <clears throat> of the head of the, um, thing there, and, what is that, that's about 10 feet, alright, yeah, I get, out, I get over to here, I'll take the attack of opportunity, I'm gonna cast Shatter, and I scream, I'm so sorry! To everybody. <laughs> uh, uh, you you hear like the little biting of, of pincers. Okay. Because um, there's so many, it becomes like audible, be, be, like nipping at your heels, but they, they, they miss you as you run. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Um, when a creature hits you with an attack. Okay, so I can't do Wrath of the Storm. Okay, then I'm just going to cast Shatter. Um, I do. Everybody has to make a constitution saving throw. So that's, I think, every character. <laughs> uh, what, what's what's the radius? Ten feet. So if it's ten feet to the right, I'm hitting. Yeah, that's that's everybody, that's everybody. in this room. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not the very rightmost spiders, but that yeah. Or I guess if I'm in this square, then yeah, that's everybody. Yeah. Yep. Whoa. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Going, we're going hexes. We got diagonal. Look, that that's in, that's in range, that's in range. Hopefully, Shit. it didn't mess up ev everything on the <laughs> on the page. So yeah, everyone makes a constitution. in the hexes. That's that's dope. Everybody makes con saves against uh, what's my spell? Because there's a lot of bad guys in this room, but I just uh oh. That's my second that one. Plus five because I'm close to Yandar though, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the DC? Uh, sixteen. Okay. Only two that succeed are the two swarms of ant uh, spiders that are on Lucian. Actually, the flame skull and all the rest of the spiders fail. Okay. Cool. And then the 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 stone pillar also takes damage if we want to, and and the sarcophagus also takes damage if we want to take this. Very literally, okay. all right. They have disadvantage on um, save, so all right. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, the the objects fail. They're, okay, the checks. So, all right, cool, cool. Um, then I'm going to use Julian. You rolled a one. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm not gonna and and Zolus failed too. Okay, then I'm just gonna do the regular damage and hope it's enough. Twelve. Thunder damage. Oh, wait. Thunder resistance. Hell yeah. Uh, nice, 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 nice. So that'll be six for the ones that succeeded. I'm going to also cast um, Absorb Elements, so it's a reaction. That'll capture some incoming energy lessons that affects me and sword for your next melee attack. You have resistance to tr the triggering damage until the start of your next turn. Also, the first time you hit... With the melee attack, it takes an extra 1d6 of the triggering attack. Nice. All right, so you take six points of thunder damage and now have another d6 of thunder to yeah. unleash through a melee attack. What does that absorb the elements? Nice, we never remember that. Yeah, you. so Rogar, you stand up on top of the sarcophagus and you shout that you're sorry and a thunderous boom reverberates from your mouth and your lungs, and you feel ev like everything 
well, almost every creature like just take take the the full force of of your words and then as as the spell ends there's like a, a ringing in, in the air and it's like abrupt silence lucian's turn he is going to cast spiritual weapon so he conjures up a spiritual warhammer like the one on his back. So that's a bonus action. When you cast a spell, you can make a spell attack against the creature within five feet. So he's going to swing at the swarm adjacent to him. That's going to hit. Is it 1d8? 1d8 plus spell casting. That's his bonus action. So for his action, he's going to take his actual Warhammer and again, mm-hmm. just try to swing it down to the swarm of insects um, next to him and try to crush as many under his hammer that he can. Oh, he's going to crit. So nice. that is going to be 2d8 plus 2. So he comes down and splats these bugs. And as he pulls it up, there's like a sticky, gooey oh. blood dripping from oh. it. Um, and some legs twi- twitching underneath, but this this swarm is effectively dead. All right. Um, that is his turn. Yandar's your turn. How's the flame skull looking? Um, it's hard to tell because it doesn't have like a body, like it doesn't bleed or anything. It's but like it's chipped. It's, like. it's yeah, yeah. It's definitely chipped. Um, it's got it's its flame is a little bit less uh, vibrant. It, you know, flickering a, a bit more. There are some chips in its bones. Okay, I'll go for it again. So twenty-one to hit. I will hit. Let's do this one at a time this time. Um, and that's eleven points magical slashing. Okay. And then let's go ahead and put in a blinding smite. I don't know if this thing can be blinded, but uh, it's got to survive a con save. DC 18. Uh, it succeeds. All right. Well, uh, it's still going to take so it's 3d6 and 4, 5. For the divine, and then an extra three from the blinding, so eighty-eight. Right. Will be an extra thirty-seven radiant damage. All right. So you steady your footing, and you take another slash, like knowing that you poked your your traveling companion last time. You put more focus into where you're slashing, and you slash and then you look down and when you look back up it's like anime style and the 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 jaw like slides from the from the skull itself mm-hmm. and the the flame poofs and extinguishes extinguishes and it falls to to the ground um you also notice rogar and you i guess everyone notices cuz it's kind of loud as the the flame skull dies and is extinguished the lid for the sarcophagus begins mm. to crumble and kind of like gently implodes on its, itself and opens. So, 
R- Rogar, no. you're 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 standing on it. Uh, I I would say I give you a, a reaction if you want to, like jump off of it. All right. What like a dex? Yeah, you, you just give me like an acrobatics. Give me acrobatics to. Okay, do, do a flip. I do a flip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you you think about it for a second, but then you're like, no, I I need to just like get this one done for sure. So you you just kind of plop off um, to the side. Okay, you are now right there. I think about a flip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, and then I'll. Use my next attack to slash at the, like, right? Like, is this how you get rid of bugs? Like, you just slash at them? I don't know. I don't want to hurt Zolus again, accidentally. So, mm-hmm. I don't have any spells for this. I'll, I'll just try to deal with my own bugs first, just to make sure, because I don't want to accidentally hurt Zolus. How do yeah. I how do I attack my own space? Um. So, it's going to be a disadvantage. Oh... Fun. All right, I'll take it. Okay. Twenty-five. All right, that will hit. As you're able to like scoop some off and then slice them as they're flying away from you. Uh, roll damage. Uh, fourteen. You like slice a good amount in the air, but there's still a few scurrying of that swarm scurrying around you. Uh, okay, that's. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's enough for now. Oh, uh, that'll be it. Okay. Um, the skull is dead. Mark that. That swarm. Oh, so your dirt devil didn't even get a chance to do his thing because they died before the next turn. Um, but it is the spider's turn. So let's see. This one is gonna go back to Rogar, um, but by the time they get there, they're kind of tired. They don't get good, <laughs> good footing. Uh, you're able to see them come in. You kind of brush them away. They're still in your space, but they're not on you. The one on on Lucian, he's able to to brush more off, and they're not getting their fangs in them. Is that Zolus? Is not so lucky. She's gonna take. Uh, 11 points of piercing damage from the swarm on her, and then the swarm next to you is also going to hit and do 10 points. So 21 points of piercing damage total. Um, Yandar, then your fellers are also going to finally make their way in between your armor um, for 12 points of piercing damage. Is that... Yeah, it's just them now, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, Zolus, it's your turn. Okay. The dev was gone because I took damage anyway. I had to concentrate on that from the shatter. Um, And so I'm going to attack this one. With the, one next, the swarm next to you? Yeah, the one next to me with Primal Savagery. Right. Uh, 26 to hit. That will hit as you start just ripping, trying to rip through this this pile of swarming spiders. And you manage to get some real damage. Yes. 
So it's going to be 3d10. So 14 acid damage and then 4 thunder damage from that stored attack. Nice. All together. As my fingers rumble. <laughs> Through the, the undead spiders. Yeah, you begin slashing through them. Yeah. Um, Rogar, your turn. Nice. Um, all right. I'm going to cast spiritual weapon as a bonus action, and as my main action, I'm gonna like pull out my vicious morning star, and like as I pull it out, this the spectral weapon pulls away from it a little bit. So one goes behind me and I'm like still holding my vicious morning star like in my hand. And the one behind me is gonna attack the this swarm next to Lucian. And my vicious morning star is gonna come down on all the ones at my feet. Um okay. yep. So I'll roll for my for my vicious morning star, my actual like weapon. Okay. That's gonna be the one that's going to you, right? The one that's going, yeah, to the ones on my feet. All right, so I'll roll with disadvantage. Okay. 17. 17 will hit. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. So the ones on my feet take 10 piercing. And then... Was there something when I hit with melee? Um, No, I'm not worried. All right, and then my spiritual weapon... Is going to All attack right. those ones. All right, roll with disadvantage to 15. 15 will not hit. Fuck, that's a bummer. It, as it as it swings and it's you're trying to direct it to be super careful of Raymond or or Lucian. Oops. And um <laughs> it's it's a little too cautious and doesn't doesn't get a, a good swing on the spiders. Mm. Okay, very fair, very fair. All right. Um, then I'm going to, since I struck on this turn, and I'm going to get my free disengage, basically, and go back over to here. Hmm. Here's the thing, though. Because technically you're engaged with two swarms. The one on Lucian and the one on you. Right. So... Does the disengage action disengage you from all current engagements, or is it just you get to pick one engagement that you get to disengage from? Well, see, so here's the thing now, right? Is like, did I is is spiritual weapon a magic attack, or is it a melee attack? It's a melee spell attack, so it's okay. melee and magic. So when I make a melee spell attack against a creature on my turn, per mobile. Uh, where did it just go? I can avoid attacks of opportunity when I move away from whoever I attack. So since I attack, because spiritual weapon's a bonus action, and the melee was my main action, so both of them technically qualify as melees, which means I get away from both of them for free. Okay, so, so it's the the targets of your attacks that turn you can get away from for free. Yes, whether I hit or, or not, whether or not I even make contact, I can still do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's so then you're able that. to do that. This is probably the be the most use out of a feat I've ever conceived of. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Uh, top of the order. It's uh, Lucian's turn. He's going to return the favor. So he's going to try to spiritual weapon the swarm that was attacking you, Rogar. Hell yeah. uh, but that, that is going to miss. And he's going to try to do it to himself. Uh, and that will hit. So be and I keep forgetting that he has Divine Strike as well. So he gets an extra 1d8 Radiant damage every time he hits with a weapon attack. Nice. Uh, so that would be 2d8. So he's, he's able to, with his Warhammer, he crushes down on some of the few remaining spiders by his feet. And then he uses his Divine Sense to like shock some radiant energy out of it, and it like singes the rest of the spiders around his feet. Um, it looks pretty cool, and the spiders that on him are the swarm is dead. Um, Yenda, your turn. Uh, okay, I'm going to keep trying to get rid of this swarm that's on me. So I'll attack disadvantage. So 16. 16 will hit. Okay. So that's 12 points uh, slashing. All right. Uh, so as you you do a little like pirouette and swipe your blade along the ground and you manage to dice bisect the remaining members of the swarm here. So you these oh. ones on you are dead. You are still engaged with one. One. Um, oh, they were the ones on. Oh, but now, hold on. Now the hexagons are fucking me up. <laughs> yeah, move Zolus, put that one there. Okay. It's like. Right. Right. It was like here. Like that. Yes. Yep. All right. I'll say, all right, I'll try very hard not to hit you, Zolus. And I will attack. Praying for a nat one. I mean, honestly, it happens. So, uh, well, I, I miss. <laughs> well, d d uh, it's roll at disadvantage again because they're on somebody. Oh, okay. And, okay. Yeah, any any time they're inhabiting the same space as someone and like actively like crawling on their body, it's gonna be disadvantage. So it, it doesn't crit fail, but it does fail. As again, you take too many precautions in order to not <laughs> hit Zolus again and feel her. Long fingernail wrath. Um, yeah. So you you don't hit her, but you don't hit the spiders either. Well, maybe I'll just uh, maybe I'll just leave the souls. I think she's got this hound. <laughs> so instead of so out of fear of hitting your friend, instead of helping them at all, you're just gonna let them get swarmed and mauled by undead spiders. Uh, I mean, I'm out of actions. I, I'm just gonna stay put. Uh, <laughs> okay. But I will take a look inside the sarcophagus, just take a little peek inside there, see what's going on. All right. Um, through the rubble, you can see a staff, like a wooden staff, with a coiled serpent adorning the, the end of it. And you see the, like, laying on a, a silken cloth is the, the skeleton of a serpent. Mm. And that's all you see, just looking right into it. Okay, cool. Uh, interesting. Uh, 
Well, that's... Yes, I will stay put. Okay. That'll be that. Spider's turn. This one is going to go on to Lucian. Can't really see it. Okay, be like that. These ones are going to go on to Yandar. So everyone has a storm on them. I just lost. Lucian's hit. Yandar's do not. And Zolus's hit. So. I have two storms on me? No, no, you still have the same one. Yeah. Lucian takes some damage. Wait, uh, I'm going to use my reaction. Uh, or of protection, so a creature attacks someone other than me within five feet of me, I can impose disadvantage. So okay. that attack to Zolus, I'm going to put disadvantage on it. Alright, so it would be a, a regular one, and the first roll was an 18 plus okay. its stuff, so it's still going to hit. Uh, <sighs> I tried. For nine points of piercing damage uh, to Zolus. Lucian took 12. Uh, but that is their turn. Zolus, your turn. Alright. We just have, so there's ones that on, they're just everyone, okay. Hey, so yeah, so Lucian, you, and Yandar all have swarms on you, but that's that, those are the remaining ones. All right, I'm going to try to lash out at the ones on Yandar. Nice. All right, roll with disadvantage. 14. So, yeah, so you lash out with your claws, but you're not able to get a firm grip as Yandar kind of flinches when you're going towards him because it, it almost seems like you're trying to get some uh, a little bit of revenge when he clipped you. Whoa. So he, he dodges out of the way instinctively, um, and you're not able to hit the spiders. Uh, uh, anything, anything else? Yeah, that's my turn. All right. Is is the dust devil gone now? Yeah. Okay. They got. Um, okay. Rogar's your turn. All right. I'm going to traipse up to Yandar, and I'm going to have my spiritual weapon again. Try to go for the ones at. Laotian, Lucian, and I'm going to try to, um, yeah, spiritual weapon lasts a minute. Um, Vicious Morningstar, the ones by Yendar, but cautiously. So I'm rolling both of those with disadvantage. Yeah. Despite your caution. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Being extra cautious. Four. All right, so this is for the Vicious Morningstar. 12. I don't know. Not hit. And the spiritual weapon. The 14. 14 will not hit either. As ah. you're there's just morning stars just swirling, but <laughs> not not hitting anything. Like the spiders like made. Like the morning stars like make contact, but the spiders like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like right before contact, they just they like make a little gap. Yeah. Every time I swing at Yandar's body, they do it, and I'm like, I'm like, careful not to hit him. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Shit. Uh, anything else? Fuck. I I can't do anything else. Oh man. Yeah. That's it. 
All right. Um, Lucian's turn. He's going to send the Vicious, vicious Morningstar to, towards, or the Spiritual Weapon. Um, I keep saying Vicious Morningstar because I'm so used to you having the Vicious Morningstar Spiritual Weapon. That now it is a Warhammer one. It just throws my brain off. He's going <laughs> to send his Spiritual Weapon towards Yandar, and that is going to hit. Um, what's the damage? Oh, yeah, 1d8 plus spellcasting for 15 as a bunch of spiders get tossed aside, but there's a few stragglers still remaining, and he's going to try to hit himself, which will hit. So, And he's going to use his Divine Sense as well, so that's going to be an extra D8. So that's 13 plus 2, so 15. And though, though the remaining ones on him, he crushes in a similar way, which is like goopy mess. It's it's a bludgeoning weapon, so you know not a lot of finesse, not a lot of grace, um, not like Yandar's like clean cutting through the the bugs. These are just becoming goop all around him. It's just like a goopy fucking mess. But those ones are dead too. But he's free. Yandar, your turn. All right, uh, I will again try to get rid of the ones on me. Uh, that will hit. Okay. Dirty 20. That's uh, 10 points of slashing. All right. You're able to, like, carefully just, like, poke the ones on your on your chest, and uh, that swarm is dead. Nice. All right. And I'll try to deal with uh, swarm attacking Zolas as well. Okay. Whoa. Wow. A 30 will hit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Damn, oh the other one was I was like, how'd you get 30 yeah, was in that crit, 20? Yeah. Uh so, nine. You're able to slash away at a majority of the spiders, but there's still some uh, lingering as you're like kind of like kebab or like like shawarmering. Like when oh, when the yeah. at the Middle Eastern <laughs> restaurants when they like shave the, the meat on a stick and you're like spinning Zolis and just like trying to hack off spiders around her. Uh, I mean, I think it, I won't take the attack opportunity, though. Yeah, I'll just stay put. I, though I think Zolas has those. I don't think I need to be here for this anymore. Alright, uh, it is the last swarm's turn. They're going to clamp down and bite Zolas once again. I'll use for... my reaction to give it this as my edge again. Okay, so the first one was... Oh, just enough. It still hits. And you take nine points of piercing damage. Lucian's turn. He's going to... Say, fuck these spiders. Walk up. Um, and try to Warhammer some off of you. He's going to have disadvantage. Yeah, not great. It's Like I said, it's not a not a finesse weapon. He can't, like, he sees Yandar, like, carefully slicing, and he tries to, like, do one, and it just does not, does not work in the, the same fashion. Let's see. Yeah, I don't think you, it's, it's looking, it's looking okay right now. So he's, that's all he's going to, oh, oh, wait, spiritual weapon is going to send it over. And that is going to hit them. 
He's going to use Divine Sense, and that is going to finally crush <laughs> the last of them. Uh, the swarms are dead. You are out of initiative. Zolis is coughing up blood. Okay, okay. He, Lucian looks around. He's like, okay, I have healing. Um, do we want to use my healing? What, how do we want to? We got to fix that. He's like, I, I'm not feeling so great either. Like, not, I'm not terrible. I'm not saying that you're terrible, <laughs> like that you look terrible or anything. I'm I, saying, I, I feel terrible. I have, uh, 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 I, I have prayer of healing. I could heal all of us, all of us, individual, like everybody. Not, not to full, but. A good amount. I'll take some healing. I mean, I'm also okay. feeling yeah. creepy we, out. Didn't we uh, find I, I walk over to Zola's though, and I give her a little pat on the back, and I give her seven hit points from lay on hands. I'm like, I'm really sorry about that. It was just an accident. I mean, I didn't mean anything by it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you just use the lay on hands to to pay your debt? Well, yeah. I mean, they're all about to cast like the big spells, do the big heals, like yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I have cast it to level 3, so it's 3d8 plus 3. Yeah. The big All heals. Right. <laughs> roll, roll that. Oh, I did. Everyone gets 20 hit points back. You, like, look at Zolis, and, like, she is still... Like, all of the, the little spider bites are, like... Like, she's covered in bruises, and... <laughs> Bleeding, so oh my god, yeah. Well, that's the thing about you know, you you have your higher level and you know, you have more hit points, but it also takes more to healing to fill you back up, you know. Um, uh, all right, wait, okay, okay. Um, I can, yeah, I can give you like something just like, um, let's just do like a, a simple upcasted cure wounds. So it's going to be 2d8 plus spellcasting. So that's 17 points of health. Plus, um, whenever you use a spell at first level or higher to restore hit points to a creature, the creature regains additional hit points equal to 2 plus spells level. So it's upcasted. So an extra 5. So actually, that was 9 plus 17 plus 5. So 22 points of healing. Okay. All right. Um, we could also, you know, take a minute, steady ourselves, um, shortly rest, and try to re regain a little bit of natural composure. Um, or we, you know, or we can keep moving. I mean, or I mean, there's also this sarcophagus to, you know, whatever you guys want. Uh, what I will say is, if anybody wants the staff, it's probably going to be a double-edged sword, or, uh, it might be cool because Moa tells the truth all the time, so, he might be in you, but that's a cool-looking staff, I bet it has snake powers. A double-edged yeah, uh, sword? Like it helps you, but hurts you. Oh, oh! I thought you meant like I think you meant like a literal, like every, every sort of two edges. Yandar. No, I thought you meant like like a staff with like a sword on both ends. Oh, oh, that'd, oh, be, cool. Oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. That'd be really cool. 
Wait, and the Lucian's like, wait, he like writes that down as like a, like a name. <laughs> wait, no, that's my yeah. idea, Lucian. Don't. No, yeah, 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 no, no. You get full credit, and we'll call it whatever you want. If we want to call it the Yandar or yeah, whatever. Can we like, call, we call it? it. But make sure the royalty fees, right? Like, I, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll iron this out. We'll iron okay. this out. Aren't we? Okay. Aren't we friends with with a um Smith somewhere? Uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> we, have, we have so many business dealings. Yeah, oh, it'd be so sick if we could the customer. Yeah, we we worked out a whole brand deal. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, count. in in Eberron, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Zolus, you can immediately tell this is a staff of the serpent. Um, that you once had. Yeah. I I'm looking and like I'm I'm there. I touch it. I cannot resist. Yeah. I like grab it right. Butterfly away. two. Yeah. <laughs> Overcome with emotion of like the like hole in my heart that butterfly <laughs> left. I like grab it right away. All right. So you reach in and grab it without a moment's hesitation. As you do, green smoke billows from the staff, um, and starts to begins coiling around you like a serpent itself, um. A, a voice whisper, an eager voice whispers in your ear, "Let me help you. I promise I'll be good." And then as it tries to enter your body, um, <laughs> you you can make a so you can, it's a Constitution saving throw, uh, or you can let it. You're gonna choose to fail and let it inhabit you. It depends on whatever you want. To do. Uh, I'm gonna make the Constitution. Okay. Okay. So you feel this snake-like smoke begin to coil and coil and wrap around you but you're able to like push it away and it literally like goes in one ear and out the other um so you ran up and took it so i say like you're right there oh wait that's not you you're like on top you're like right by the sarcophagus um goes in there I'm gonna say Rogar, you're the closest next. Uh you need to make a constitution saving throw as it tries oh. to enter the smoke tries to enter you. What? Okay. I'm gonna Okay. Let me see. One thing. Okay. I I, I wasn't able to like add to my saving throws the plus one from the ring of protection. So whatever this is, it has a plus one. Constitution saving throw. So eight. So nine. So plus the five from being near me. Fourteen. Okay, so so fourteen. So you feel as the smoke enters your head and goes around you, and suddenly your eyes roll roll back in your head and you begin like almost seizing in place standing up and there is this primal animalistic fight and battle in your head and suddenly you you snap too and you don't hear Obalaki anymore instead um, I will share with you oh my god Mo is. I'm just gonna. Sh- I'm just gonna share this to everyone because I want you guys to, to see it too. And it's it's in, it's in your it's in your documents. Okay. As, so is Obalaka not inhabiting me anymore? 
as far as you can tell, you, you don't sense or feel or hear the lock anymore. But also, nothing came out. Okay, cool. Whoa, I can turn invisible? Fuck yeah. That's, that's, always that's totally worth the truth thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. So so your flaw is, I must always speak the truth. And your power is that, as an action, you can turn invisible. Um, and it ends if you attack, cast a spell, force a saving throw, or deal any damage. And you hear this slithering new voice in the, in the back of your head. He says, Thank you, brave adventurer. I'll, <laughs> I'll be your companion now. I don't know where we are, but I know I want to get out of here. And you can help me. Yeah, man. Totally. Um, did, did you kill Obalaka? <laughs> Obalaka is no more. Wait, like dead? Like forever? There are places that our spirits go, and Oblaka's there. Oh, okay. Do you guys all hate each other? Certainly not. <laughs> I felt no hatred for Oblaka. But survive we must. You and I, friend. <laughs> I don't like... Adder doesn't like Moa. <laughs> oh. um, so there, there is a there's there's the like spine and rib bones and head of a of a serpent in the coffin. Um, there is also a jewel encrusted like diamond encrusted goblet and four hundred gold pieces. Shit. Well, I have enough drinking items that are cool looking. I just got this tankard. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll strap this one to my hip. Double, double, double this. Yeah. <laughs> Goblet in one hand, tankard in the other. Here I am. <laughs> um, is there anything different about like the rules for this staff? For what? Um. Let me no. Let me just look it up. So, staff of the Python. So, requires attunement. You can use an action to speak the staff's command word and throw the staff on the ground within ten feet of you. Staff becomes a giant constrictor snake under your control and acts on its own initiative counts. By using a bonus action, you return the staff to its normal for form. On your turn, you can mentally command the snake. Uh, you decide which ash which action the snake takes. <laughs> And where it moves during its turn, if a snake is reduced to zero hit points, it dies in reverse for a staff form, and is destroyed. Oh, that's what happened last, the last one. It got it. Uh, I fell. I I I think it was like in those sewers when you were fighting the those like fish monsters, mm -hmm. and I think it it was like with like one of like the the sharks down there uh, ate it. Um, I will say, because it says if the snake reverts to staff form before losing all its hit points, it regains all of them. But that sounds OP because you can just like call it back like a Pokemon and then send it out on your next turn and it's full HP. So what I'm going to say is that it has to long rest with you to, to regain those hit points. Okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> if, you, if it gets down to one and I like... If it gets down to one and you recall it, it's still alive. 
but if you put it, if you send it out again before you long rest, it's gonna it's gonna spawn with one hit point. Got it. Okay. And like it can't, like it can't die in staff form unless it's like thrown into like lava or something. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if it has one hit point and you turn it back into a staff and then like you melee attack with a staff or something, it's not gonna shatter it and destroy it. Okay. Cool. Nice. What a what a what a what a come up this proved to be. Um, give me a. Actually, I, you guys have, as a group on average, you have pretty good passive perception. So as everything kind of quiets down, and you see this like glint in Zolus's eye to once again be reunited with um her staff of the Python and not have to have a a spirit inhabiting her that because she accidentally like unknowingly sent it to Rogar. You hear coming from the west, back from where you came through the the open mouth of the skull. You can see, you can still see through that hallway, and you hear it first. It's almost it's like a almost like a clinking, like clink, 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 and you it catches your attention, and you all look in that direction, and you can see at the end of the hallway by the stairs where the ledge around the giant staircase is. You can see what looks like a like animated or sentient key <laughs> made out of made out of bone with a little skull up top and it, and it's hopping along from the south to the north clink 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 out of out of view so y'all see it hop along oh that looks like something we should follow <laughs> what do you guys think i hear they turn inside only so Yeah, let's, uh, I think we can deal with this, uh, serpent skeleton later. I don't think it's going anywhere. Uh, I, I think I'm dealing with it right now. <laughs> what? Wait, what? I think he's the one inside of him. Oh, great. He's got a head full of gods now. No, only one. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's a gaudy god world out there. <laughs> so wait. one god in, one god out. Yeah, one god, the capacity two, one. Two gods enter, one <laughs> god leave. About that, since Oblaka technically isn't inhabiting me anymore, do I lose all the items I'm attuned to? Uh, no. That's the power. Yeah, I say I I'll say that you still have like. You attune to it. You can. You can keep. You can keep that. Okay. Cool. Uh. So Zolas, do you want to go talk to the key? Yeah, let's go get the key. Uh, let's do a pulse check. How you guys feeling? Do you want to keep going? Do you want to wrap it there? I gotta wrap it there because I have to get up at seven. Yeah. Okay. Seven, All, right. All right. We will stop there. Pick up next time. You guys. Uh. <laughs> Completed one more room. Exactly. Tonight. You're just going to chip away at you know? Yep. I know it. No, no. Even though the gods are crazy, even though the stars are blind, if you show me real love, baby, I'll show you mine. I can make it nice and nice. 
Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Um, shout out to our biggest fan, Paris Hilton. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. I turn invisible. <laughs> okay. We're all like, what? <laughs> I can do this now. A fucking woman? I don't remember where I was. Oh, sorry, maybe we cut this part out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't remember where I was recently, but I was somewhere doing something, and this woman turned to me, like, like saw whatever I was doing, and I, I, swear, I, I wish I could remember the situation, but I was truly doing something pretty innocuous, and, and she went, oi, like, with disdain, like, had like a, uh, to the oi, and I was like, yeah. what? Like, what? <laughs> What did I do that merited the fucking worst like response like ever? Like what did I do? Well now I'm curious, right? Like did she have an accent? No, it was literally oi. I don't know how many like Americans I hear saying oi. That's like it's an interesting choice. Well, I think I might have just like just walked in front of her quickly. Like you know, wherever I was was like a lot of commotion, and I just had to get somewhere. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, like, no, you save that for like when your husband gets shot. Not, <laughs> not like I think boy is used a little more liberally. <laughs> yeah, I didn't spit on her kid. I fucking walked in front of her. True. I guess. Oh, she should have watched where she was going. She wouldn't have had to spit pure venom at me.